0: talk about
1: it hello and welcome to another episode of thick radio the gaining podcast where we talk about gaining and everything
0: in its orbit i'm james and i'm tim Let's get into it. Today, we're joined by a special guest. You know them. You love them. It's Max. Yay! Hello. Hey, gorgeous. Oh, hello, gorgeous. How are you?
2: I'm doing fabulous. I'm doing great. How about you guys?
1: I'm doing good. good. Good, 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 good. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.
2: Oh, it's a pleasure of mine. You're already doing a great job, so uh, I was very pleased to, to, you know, to join you and to be a lovely company, a lovely guest on your podcast, basically.
1: Oh, well, you very keen to have you here. You and I have spoken for years. We're good friends, and very keen just to explore more about you and the the cultural side of life for you, uh, which is the theme of today's episode. We're exploring. Uh, russia basically because you know as gainers obviously a lot of us tend to live in the west a lot of us tend to focus on gainers who live in the west and there's this english-speaking majority and i don't know i've always found it curious that there are so many fat cultures and fat people who don't necessarily speak english as their first language and you know they're not necessarily based in the west and i i don't know i i you and I have spoken about this, Tim. We kind of want to do some episodes that are really focused on these regions in the world where there's not a lot of light uh, shone on the gaining community, so to say, in that part of the world. Uh, so that's what we're here to talk about today. So how are you feeling? Are you feeling ready to get into it?
2: I'm, I'm totally ready. Let's get to it.
1: fantastic well then let's kick off with uh let's kick off with some basics so tell us about where you're from and tell us about what the day-to-day culture is like
2: well um I'm from Moscow Russia from the capital of Russia basically um The day-to-day life of, uh, I guess, the the average Russian, uh, let's say, a gay guy or just any any guy. is basically people wake up, go to work, do the stuff, and yada, yada, yada. So, uh, basically, it's hectic. uh, And sometimes, you know, it can be a little bit crazy because people could be, you you know, a little bit standoffish or maybe... Uh, rude at times, but uh, it it happens very seldom. I don't, uh, you know, experience these kind of things very often. Uh, I just want to say that sometimes uh, people in, uh, specifically in our city, may be, you know, very, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to say egoistic, but perhaps self self centered. If I do say so myself, and okay. sometimes it could be off putting especially for from uh, for our people who are not from moscow specifically because sometimes it, you, you know people get uh a, um uh some kind of a stereotype that uh, all the people from moscow are like you know being bitchy being arrogant etc etc and, et cetera, et cetera. and uh, most of the time it's, it's not like that so uh yeah it's it's what it's like the uh, the 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 life in the capital sometimes uh, makes you to run faster to be like uh like, like a little hamster in a cage and yeah you have to move on you have to you know uh pay pay your bills and uh do shit for a living yeah just like that
0: so it's basically like any major city anywhere else in the world i mean you know over here in the united states or over in the UK you know any major city it's living in them is is like that you know i don't live um in like downtown of my city proper i'm right on the outskirts but i still consider it city living
2: mhm <clears throat> totally absolutely correct and right now actually fun fact i don't live in moscow specifically so i live in a moscow region i'm a happy owner of my own flat i got my flat uh ready uh the last november so finally and luckily i live on my own and independently and um most of the times i i would say not most of the times but it's a common rule that uh, you know the The flats and apartments in specifically in Moscow, uh, they cost hella crazy. So in order to you know to make it more strategic and save a little bit a little bit of money, uh, my parents and I we decided uh, we have decided to buy uh, a flat for me. Uh, mm, uh, Let's say near the Moscow, but uh, uh, factually it's like moscow but documentally it's not moscow so i'm also a let's say a suburban person per se but uh, i i live not not
1: not not very far from you know from from moscow in fact so i'm i'm kind of curious because i would imagine that living in the capital city you know it's similar to what it's like for me i live in london but they often say yeah you can come to the uk and you can go to london but life in London is not like everywhere else in the UK. London is specifically London. It's its own beast. The experience of England, Scotland, Wales, the UK in general is very much what life is like outside of the capital city. So if that's the same with Russia and Moscow, what would you say life is like in the wider Russia outside of that?
2: I would say it's more, it, It's more. Um, I don't want to say... Well, in some cities, not cities, towns specifically, it might be a little bit a little bit rough because uh, our government uh does not um put a lot of you know financial support to other towns that is why most of the people are uh moving out specifically to moscow in order to you know to earn more money to get higher education to get more you know possibilities for their self realization and for some you know uh, for building your family and th- you, you got the memo you got the idea yeah. basically and um Yeah, since the possibilities are limited in other towns, uh, people uh, sometimes, you know, uh, struggle, may struggle with the job application. Yes, once again, with with the possibilities. But at the same time, it's more chill. People are more grounded, more soulful, more joyful. Because most of my childhood i spent in a town called kaluga and uh, it's um uh, i guess it's uh, 200 or 300 kilometers from moscow it's basically 2 or 3 hours by uh, driving a car so it's a nice place basically it's not uh highly developed like obviously, like our capital, but, this, but at the same time, people are m- more kind and more, you know, open and yeah, basically soulful. And sometimes it's it, uh, it, it, it just be like that sometimes. So people are more, you know, um, more open and more kind and uh, more uh, genuine. That's what I'm trying to say.
1: What do you think one of the biggest misconceptions about Russia is?
2: Uh, well, uh, let's say when I get in touch with people who are basically not from Russia or not from the countries who are surrounded by Russia, let's say United Kingdom, uh, Mexico, or no, Mexico, basically, uh, Australia mm-hmm. and uh, USA, United States, basically, uh, people are wondering what it's like to be a gay guy or a LGBTQ representative in russia because uh sometimes the media paint uh, paints you know a very horrible picture that it's uh, you know it's uh, it's like sort of uh um, horrible conditions and it's so unbearable to live here. Uh, what I'm trying to say it's it's bearable when you are basically a closeted person when you don't um, share with some people that you are let's say uh, a gay or lesbian and etc cetera, etc. Cetera, when you basically are a closeted person. But at the same time, uh, the people who are surrounded by you are very different. For instance, my mom knows that I'm a gay person. So, of course, she was thinking and she was realizing that at the time when I was, let's say, from the 14th to the 16th, 17th years old. So, she she probably got the hint. But at the same time, my dad doesn't know that. And uh, he is very against of that and i know that uh, our relationships may in got uh, well they they would hit the rocks they would get extremely uh, extremely difficult and you know and, and and things like that because he is a person who just like my mom they were uh, born and raised in the soviet union and uh, most of the time when uh, well, the, the 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 common difficulty the common issue that we have in russia is because the politic uh, the, the politics once again they prohibit a, a, a quote unquote propaganda of lgbt uh, lgbtq culture and things like that but um people could label anything that is related to lgbtq as uh, propaganda, even though if you just like talk uh, random stuff about it, so you're not able to, you know, speak freely about it uh, most of the time because uh, people can, you know, uh, treat it uh, treat it th- that way. That is why the media. Right now, we are doing uh, some steps. The artists, the musicians, uh, you know, independent indie creators. They are open. They are vocal. They we are talking about this uh, about this issue and about this topic a lot. Plus, we have a Gen Zs that are more you know supportive that that are more understanding because they have an access to the internet and the younger generation is more you know uh, accepting and understand uh, understanding basically. And uh, the key issue that we do have is it's you know. political interfering in that kind of lifestyle and also the religion because unfortunately our religion does not you know allow it even though the god said to love as uh, love your neighbor as as yourself or things like that so and that is why people from from all the generation are most of the time are against it and that is why we have issues with it right now. Plus it's, you know, it's um, this basically um, idea or I don't want to say my mindset. Yes, it's this mindset is, you know, brought up uh, to a younger generation and that's the the common fight that we do actually have and we struggle with. But um, my idea and my philosophy is the following. Uh, just be yourself and be a a good representation first first of all of yourself as a person be a nice human being and people would would not see you specifically as uh, let's say in my case as a gay guy i represent myself and when the people know that i'm a Uh, good and kind-hearted guy they don't uh, 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 the matter of me being let's say uh, a gay person a gainer or you know a makeup artist a faggot uh, they they are down with it because they know that uh, I'm a you know adequate person first of all and that's what we should focus right now in order to move forward
1: so it it sounds like the biggest misconception is that there's misunderstandings across the board and that there are genuinely people in the country making an effort to better understand things like the LGBT situation. Would that be right? Yes,
2: correct, correct. Because sometimes people from abroad, they think that it's, you know, some kind of a a prison or that uh, it's, you know, it's like a living hell. And, well, it's not that pleasant, I have to say. It's not that, you know, very good that you cannot... You know, hold hands in public or kiss someone in public who are the sex uh, or who are the same sex as you, because it may be, sh- uh, uh, it may be, you know, uh, used as a sort of propaganda. Even though it's your fucking business, okay. um, what I'm trying to say is that um, we have limitations. Yeah. We have the limits and that we are not able to, you know, talk about it freely because you can lose your job if you're. Let's say management is homophobic, or uh, it's some. You know, it's a risk if you, one way or another, open up to your family or your colleagues, or some kind of you know a society. Let's say classmates, groupmates, because it may lead to not pleasant consequences. So it's it's always a you know point of uh, of risk if you wanna go for it, and if you feel. Uh, deep down in your soul, that these people would accept you. Like in my case, all of my friends know that I'm, first of all, a gay person. And second of all, that I'm related to a gay scene, that I'm a part of gay scene, first of all. And uh, uh, they know that deep down, I'm, once again, adequate person, that I'm a kind one, that I'm supportive one, that I'm, first of all, a good guy and, and a good friend. They don't pay attention to it so yes we are we are right now in our country is in a big process of you know trying to move forward and trying to change something even though our government uh does the opposite
1: so what is the culture like regarding being a fat person in russia
2: well um let's say it's it's the same thing i don't want to say it's the same thing completely the same as you know being a, a gay person but uh, it could be, you know, uh, I have um, some experiences or some some stories from my friends that are not able, uh, let, let's say um, the girls and the, and the guys, some of them, they do have an excessive weight and some of them uh, treat themselves like they are not beautiful, that they are, uh, uh, quote unquote, ugly or not attractive. And I told them that, hey find a peace in yourself first um if you can't love if you can't love yourself how how the hell are you gonna love somebody else as things like that so what i'm trying to say is that sometimes from the childhood uh, you know this also um this idea of uh that is not uh, you know happy attractive or healthy etc etc it's you know it's one way or another brought uh brought up or getting you know stuck in your head and it takes an effort you know to get through this get through this state of mind and idea or you know you, you got the memo basically and uh, uh feel free and feel unapologetic first of all for being who you are of course when i have you know this canvas with uh, my parents regarding my weight and regarding my, you know, mm, yes, my weight, basically, I, 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 I don't want to tell them that, hey, I am a gainer or, hey, I am attracted to, you know, uh, it, it should be a people and things like that, because I know that there should be a borderline. Uh, of me not sh- uh, not showcasing them every everything about myself, so what I'm trying to tell them is that I'm fully aware and I know about the consequences I know the things that you know may um happen and may appear uh with me you know uh on well let's say we need having this kind of lifestyle yes, and I'm trying to combat their um their questions or they are um their worries or um, things like that basically
0: it's it's kind of funny how um a lot of times people who come at us with this this kind of thing like oh i worry about your health i worry about you know are you going to be around you're doing things that are harmful to yourself like um, james and i had the discussion uh several episodes ago i think about how um like there are people who will tell you that and sometimes it is genuinely coming from a place of love and that's usually like your family members because they they don't want to see anything bad happen to you and then there are times when it's like someone's trying to serve their own personal agenda for you Mm -hmm. but like we've all experienced that
2: yeah for sure (laughs) what i'm trying to say is that when they are well saying their concerns i'm trying to combat it by saying that i'm aware and most mm. of the time, some people, they uh, have this stigma in their head. And it's, you know, a, it's already um, seeded so deeply in their heads. Like it's uh, it's not attractive or you cannot be happy or sexy or, you know, attractive while being uh, a chubby person. I would give um, kind of example from my own experience. I have a friend w- uh, which is a drag queen. Her name is Monica. And she had sort of uh, a performance. And we were, when we were outside with other people, uh, I told the, someone that I uh, do have a harness and that uh, I do something like I may... Well, I was joking around saying that if, if I would like to, I can fully undress right now and uh, I would feel sexy as hell. And some people tried to tell me that, uh, that uh, I'm being wrong and, uh, you know... Trying to convince me or trying to, you know, uh, get me to thinking that I'm not, you know, attractive. And I was like, no, 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 it's, it's not working that way because I know myself. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, I, I define myself attractive. And that's the thing that I'm right now uh, are, you know, struggling with my parents. I'm trying to tell them that, hey, you may think that I'm not attractive because I have excessive weight. But it's my life, it's my vision it's my opinions, and yes, I do find myself attractive. If I could clone myself, I would have a sex with myself basically, and i don't give a flying hell about their opinions and that's the that 's the fact that's and good, uh, the good. issue that I do have right now with our society uh well let's say in Russia, if we had you know this kind of question is that some people uh well uh uh, the upbringing or uh, the parents, the society, the friends, some of them from the early age may, you know, see this uh, stigma that fat is not happy. Fat is not sexy. Chubby is not attractive. And what I'm trying to tell people uh, that, hey, the the only thing that matters is you, is your happiness, is your self-confidence and just, you know, be conscious uh, be you know aware of what's going on with your body, just check up, and that's the only matters. Just don't do drugs because it's not a, it's not healthy. <laughs> just don't go full on crazy. That's that that's the whole idea. And practice say uh, practice safe sex because it's also an important uh, topic. Because that's yeah. what I'm trying to tell tell everyone. Just be yourself. Just be who you are and give zero facts about what other people think. Because people, uh, well, it's, you know, the big issue that we also have in Russia, that um, society is trying to, you know, to set as a sort of a set of norms, a set of standards. And one of these standards, it's that fat is not attractive. And uh, right now at the 21st century, us, not not a society in russia but in general we have to be vocal and we have to educate people on you know saying that hey who said that who defines the, these rules
1: um i do want to ask um just just to put it out there what kind of resources are there for bigger people in russia like in terms of clothing mainly Because I know that here in the UK, like there's fast fashion, of course, which is the main place people tend to get clothing from. uh, But that tends to cap out at a a classically large size. So anyone XL or larger has a a progressively limited number of stores that they can really find clothing, one that fits them, uh, but also clothing that flatters and, and looks good on a larger body. So what's available in Russia?
2: Same shit up in here, because, uh, okay. we, we, well, if we, um, let's say, review fast fashion like H&M, Bershka, and uh, like, and other uh, other shops, uh, the limit is basically L- and Excel, basically, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that, that that's the reality. If we take for consideration, let's say, not a fast fashion, but for instance, uh, no named shops. Some of them, they may have a bigger sizes. Some of the time, people uh, purchase larger clothes. Yeah, uh, let's say we have markets, we have um, clothing markets, and most of the time, some, some of the time, it's you know clothing that are you know that that were made in China, and uh, partially some of them it's a knockoff, but with the larger sizes, like let's say fake Lacoste, Gucci, and things like that and uh you know this kind of um low quality um um clothing markets some of them they can offer you know a bigger clothing sizes or let's say uh you know unknown named shops that uh, that they may cater let's say up to 3xl but after the 3xl it's specifically like a large shops uh well you know for for a large people
1: like a big and for, tall type of situation yeah
2: yeah yeah big and tall okay. yeah that, that that's the tea. I know that some people are you know purchasing let's say fashionable clothing from aces or aces plus though, and some of them perhaps uh yeah and, and and the same thing goes from other um marketplaces from Russia and uh all over the world, so that's the main thing how people cope with that issue basically
1: so. I kind, of want to, I kind of want to ask, what is the gaming culture like in Russia? And how does it differ from the sort of main gaming cultural vibe that the rest of the world sees and engages in?
2: Well, it would be shady of me to say that Russian gaming culture is not existent. It would be, you know. <laughs> and it, I, it, I live it, in Cleveland and it's city. pretty much
0: not existent here too. So don't feel bad. <laughs> so so we've discovered
1: today russia is actually cleveland but bigger
0: yeah i would not i would not disagree honestly i really would not disagree i'm sure the climate is pretty similar too facts here on the podcast <clears throat> russia is cleveland facts of facts
1: boom
2: <laughs> <laughs> well what i'm trying to say is that i was 14 when i basically found out uh about gaining and at that time it was poor, and when I say poor, I mean fucking poor. Like several people, some of them are like faces, profiles, just like I was at that time. And you don't even know uh, what 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 are your first steps? What you have to do with all of that? Um, you start communicating with other people. Some of them, they are let's say um, a, a real lifetime gainers let's say active gainers some of them are wannabes some of them are passive gainers and um yeah what i'm uh, we don't have any kind of clicks. every person by their own some of them they have you know kind of pleasant relationships and friendships but at the same time the amount of uh, let's say quote-unquote gainers or active encouragers is very limited that is why, um, yes, even 10 or 11 years later, it's still not big enough or not developed enough, or some people, they may um, they may sound or they may, you know, act themselves, uh, once again, a little bit arrogant. There are some, um, you know, good people here, I- I'm not going to lie, but at the same time, I, I don't... Uh, Think that we have, you know, this sense of a community. Yet we have individuals that uh, interact with each other. Maybe some of them have, well, let's say, friendships or good relationships. But as a community, as people like supporting each other, and you know, uh, I, I don't see any development yet. But we do have some, you know, a good and positive signs of you know moving forward.
0: Mm. So I had a question, um, <clears throat> you know, we're, we're all fat boys and um, I love to learn about, you know, different things in different parts of the world. So I want to know from you, what is your favorite, like Russian snack? What's your favorite Russian drink? What's your favorite Russian meal? Oh yeah. Like, what are we sleeping on? What recipe <clears throat> do we need to know?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Actually, I, uh, I was thinking about this question a lot yes- uh, yesterday and today, actually, Oh uh, well, I would say something like the the thing that I like, let's say for breakfast, uh, specifically in Russia, would be something like, uh, uh it's curd. Uh, it's called curd. Uh, pancakes. It's basically yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Not not just like um, American panca- pancakes or usual pancakes. It's just like specifically made out of curd, and they are oh, very well. yummy. I would not say that they are much fattening or you know things like that but they are pretty nice and with uh, some extra sugar or jam it's you know very tasty um the the Russian pancakes are very you know very yummy and some people could eat a lot of them actually Uh, uh, the the toppings are the same you can use uh, let's say chocolate syrup or maple syrup or sugar or jam Works every time, but there is a difference between you know American one, the thick one, and uh, our pancakes are more like you know slim. And, so they're you know, like,
0: are they like crepes? Or are they like a French crepe?
2: Um, and and not the crepes. It's like a very thin kind of pancakes. I will uh, drop a pic to James and to you, so you would get you know the whole idea of how yes. it should look like.
1: Listeners, yeah. we will put up some pictures on the pod when this episode comes out so you can get an exact idea of what these delicious things look like. Uh, uh-huh. okay. so, so Russian pancakes, cute, love that. Was there anything else that came to mind food-wise?
2: Well, sometimes in schools, at universities, and some people practice, let's say, hot sandwiches or hot cheese. Uh, well, it consists of, you know, a bread, mayonnaise with um, mashed garlic, um, uh, uh, let's say also sausages, The, uh, the you know, uh, basically acutters sausages uh, topped with a tomato, a slice of tomato, and you may add you know, a little bit spice to it. And you put it in the oven, and you basically have, you know, hot sandwiches. Um, and yeah, they're very yummy, and uh, yeah, it was one of my favorite snacks from my childhood basically
1: nice is there like a um because obviously like you've got coca-cola and lemon and various brands of lemonade like in scotland they've got this drink called iron brew which is kind Mm -hmm. of like a creaming soda but very very delicious is there like Mm -hmm. a russian local like drink that is like this is the drink of russia this is this is the flavor and everyone loves it
2: we do, we do have, Ooh. we have a classical lemonade. We have a fairy tale, the Russian fairy tale, which is called Buratino. And um, uh, it's like, um, let's say a classical lemonade, but you know, it has its own vibe. It has its own, you know, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And the other one is called Tarhun. It's, um, um, uh, this one is more like, um, the, uh, let's say a grassy one, uh, you know, bless you.
0: I'm just grassy lemonade like grass yeah I I, can't really think of grass (laughs) as being like a good flavor for Well, it's funny you say that because I can think of like that
1: period in high school when everyone was like an anime fan and full weeaboo trash people started fully getting into like cucumber flavored soft drinks and I was always like I can't imagine cucumber as a flavor but you actually get into the taste of it after a while, and then you start to think like, oh, there are certain soft drinks you drink because it's sweet. There are certain soft drinks that you drink uh, because they're actually a bit savory, and they actually go with different things, which is funny. But I never,
0: I never got used to the, to the to the flavor of cucumber because there was a bit of a craze with like alcoholic drinks where everybody was adding like this cucumber flavored vodka or gin or like a uh, liqueur to everything to make it refreshing because it was a summertime drink. And I hated it because I'm like, it tastes like a salad, and I don't want to drink a salad. <laughs> like, I don't want to drink a salad. If I'm going to drink something, it has to be like burn the back of my throat, strong, or it has to be so friggin' sweet that it's sticking my teeth together.
2: <laughs> well, it's bearable. I have to say that it's bearable, bearable, because uh, tarhun is something like um so- something like a mint, but it's now it's not aggressive.
1: Mm-hmm. So. As a point of query, because obviously we're talking about your gaining journey a little bit as well, like what public figures in Russia, the kind of plus-sized ones, maybe inspired your own gaining journey? Like who are some of the people, you know, Russian references that you looked to when you were younger that made you go, I like that. I like that bigger body.
2: Well, to be perfectly honest, none of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that, that's yeah. the truth, that's the tea Because I got the inspiration And well, I, I um, would it be correct If I would say that it was my ex-classmate My first crush
0: Yeah, listen yeah. I, I, we, we that, that was the, his... the same case for a lot of us Yeah, a lot of games
2: I, I, I think <laughs> so, I think so Because he was chubby, he was, you know uh, I don't want to say he was a himbo But, you know It was, you know, some sense of masculinity from him. And, you know, uh, and I don't know, I I always got driven by it. And Loki, I wanted something for myself. I don't know, in a a sexual level. And he is not, you know, a public figure by by any means. But, uh, you know, it was kind of fun. It was very cute. And um, in addition to that, you know, the the emergence of, you know, people who used to uh, post videos on Gromer back 11 or 10 years ago. That that was the way I, you know, uh, came, came to conclusion or just like found out that the gaming is a thing and it exists and things like, like that. So I would uh, say a nod or a big thank you to the people who used to be in the scene for such a long period of time, like um, I I could not, you know, I remember some kind of specific. Oh, SF got muscle. Do you know about this guy?
0: Oh yeah, he's the the emperor of the gaining world. He's like the granddaddy of yeah. them all.
2: Or the Broseidon, if you know th- this one. Oh Broce- yeah, yes. Broseidon.
0: Yeah, I actually I've I've uh, met him before. Um, I'm friends with his uh, one of his. They're not together anymore, but with his uh, ex partner
2: uh-huh i guess uh the, the, these are the two that came instantly in my in my head i guess or or a growing capster, the one that used to you know have a profile then quit then have a profile then quit
0: yeah, we we've, we've talked about that before the guys that kind of um, appear and disappear with the wind you know? uh-huh there's, there's been, been quite a lot of that of over the, the years guy. but
2: he was one of the hottest in the scene so he 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 is you know a hottie
1: <laughs> that's understandable i mean I was, it's kind of answering my next question which is like you know who are some russians that we should look at uh but obviously there's none of them <laughs> although well... everyone there were, if, if you like eurovision or if you don't uh, a russian band called little big we're going to do an entry back in 2020 with a song called Uno. And there was this dancing chub who was voguing and cat, cat a cow. And in one of the beats of the song, this like spherical looking man, death drops to the floor. It's fantastic. We're going to have to put that up on the page for people to see.
0: I was going to say, isn't that um, bodybuilder that everybody's thirsting over um, on TikTok that uh, put on a, a ton of weight? Isn't he um, originally yeah. from Russia? Like- I know he's... Over he here is. in the US, now, but he I think is. or something like that.
2: He is. He is from Russia. And I don't I don't remember his um, you know, his nickname or you know uh his tag name, but yes, he is uh, originally from Russia and yes, I I, I am aware. I, I have seen his page and I do aware that many of guys are basically lusting over him, I guess.
0: Well, I mean, it was such a significant gain, it was kind of hard not to notice. I mean, I understand that he's a heterosexual man, so that's, you know, there's the end of the story for me, but um, I can't help that I certainly like the aesthetic that he is putting on these days. On a more fun-related note, Max, Mm -hmm. my darling, I want to ask
1: you this. Yeah. How do you call someone a fat slut in Russian?
2: Uh, Well, I would gladly call you a or something like that. Or yeah, Andreas, something like that, it's like a fat pig,
1: yeah. Like, so, so, what is the phrase? Fr- t- teach us how to say that. What is the phrase?
2: So, it's it starts with a z", like it's like a, a yeah. B, like z". so yeah. it's z". Yeah. Uh, then, uh, the, well, uh, the, 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 the basically the the fat in Russian is yeah. no, 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 it's the complete word.
0: Yeah. With, with an R at the end of it?
2: Yes, with a more like, like, you know, oh, more. Pro- well, yeah, I yeah. can't
0: roll my tongue, so jir. I'm screwed. <laughs>
2: just imagine that you are a Nicki Minaj. It's easy. Jir. Okay. No, it, I seriously so cannot
0: like... roll my tongue. That's why I can't speak Spanish, because I, it would just sound ridiculous if I tried. Okay, so is is fat for, in Russian?
2: Let's say just, yes. jir. Jir jir. is like fat in Russian. Jir. Okay. So, uh, the complete word will be жирный. It's like a fat, fe- uh, but in a male, you know, male version, like жирный. Жирный. Yeah, com- correct, completely. Well, let's say I, wa- I want to call you a fat pig. So, I would say свин.
1: жирный swin. Жирный svin. Yes, correct. That's жирный свинь, I love that. So, there you go, to all the жирный svin. Uh, Yes.
2: Um, well, in Russia there are plurals and some, you know, some grammar. It's it's a bit complicated. Uh, I would say something that, like like the
1: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um,
2: uh, for um, mm, let, let me rephrase that. If 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 we because you know. In it's you know it's a, it's it's not that hot, but uh, but for it's more like you know more more frisky, if you will. So, Ooh. uh kaban is basically a hog in
1: in Russian. Oh, kaban, Love it. Yeah. Oh, you kaban mm. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. oh You God. like the way that, you like the way that tastes in your mouth, don't you, James?
2: It Am i any only
1: right? meaning to, to Barry White and the Copacabana. Uh, mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, cu- I'll Copacabana in my face. Thank you.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I kn- and, yeah. I, and, and I'm supposed to be the slut? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm just horrible. I'm just horrible. <laughs>
2: You're uh, just a himbo.
1: Just a himbo. Exactly. So I want to put it out there to you. What kind of changes would you want to see in the Russian gaining community?
2: I would like to see some, first of all, I would like to see some new faces because, you know, for the past at least six years, it's been been the same old, same old. But on the other hand, I've met some new people the last summer and I didn't know about their existence. So I guess that once again, it's a good sign that there are, you know, more people appear, more people uh, become more, you know, visible and open for communication. That's the good thing. I still crave more, you know. Mm. I still want more. Like I, I'm, I'm the breaking from 2007. Give me more and things like
1: that. <laughs> listen, people so, give her more. You can hear the wish list here on today's episode, Mac. She's asking for any Russians out there who are gainers, and you're not on Grommer and you're not interacting. Bitch, get on.
0: Talk I mean, people. just doing a quick search on Grommer for Moscow. I mean, there are people on, but I mean, it is a lot of blank profiles just like at a glance there are far fewer people willing to sort of be out you don't
2: you don't even have an idea we have two straight girls from whatever reason and some of them are fake she uses you know the uh, the wrong photos and the wrong information which is you know very sketchy for me but never mind uh some of them are like well, they they've been there, done that, and things like that. What I'm trying to say is that I want to see new play, uh, new people. I want to see new faces. the the one, uh, the ones that would like to, you know, to be open for communication, to share their story, share, you know, their something extra, something more than "oh, look at me" or "oh, I like the, your body." Because the thing that is sometimes, I think that what we have developed as individuals uh, in our scene for the past 10 years is that people are moved something from something like oh i like your belly "ooh," and, and things like that we are more than just like you know this kind of stereotypical talk- talks or oh how is your belly it's more than that first of all we're humans so let's talk uh, well let's come uh, com- uh, let's talk let's uh, converse or conversate referencing jujubi right now <laughs> so
1: there you go so let's have more people uh actively engaging and let's have more people engaging in a friendly and platonic way and and getting to know each other i think that's quite a a reasonable request to put out there into the world
2: yeah um, yeah and, and and add some indi- uh, individual uh, little, uh, more you know something personal something more individual give us more individuality because it's like uh when there are a lot of faceless profiles and with no background with no interest with no, mm-hmm. without you know any communication i can't understand this also aside because people are you know it's the same thing with you know being a gainer because being you know related to a scene some people they are in the closet for having this thing. And I do understand, but at the same time, we have two developing platforms like Twitter and Instagram where people can, you know, uh, develop, uh, you know, connections and friendships. And uh, there are a lot of possibilities. So I guess that uh, at this moment, we should, you know, uh, uh, you know, share stories, be ourselves and be, you know, social with our
1: best there's um there's one listener question just before we wrap up for the evening. Uh, this put, the listener uh, the listener writes: I have a Russian stepmother. Based on my experiences with her, I'm curious to know if gaining is more accepted in Russia compared to here in the West. So maybe that one's a bit difficult to to uh, for us to answer because uh, Tim and I haven't been to Russia and you've not been out to the West. <laughs> but um, based on what you said before, I take it that you know much like in the West there's not a huge culture about fat acceptance, uh, that acceptance of bigger bodies and bigger persons is probably more tied to the individual. Is that right?
2: Completely. So uh, like I said, in our culture, you know, all the generations try to equalize or make equal things like, uh, you know, fat is not happy or fat is not healthy. So uh, once again, I have not, you know, had, uh, you know, some stories when from people who are related to a scene that they were saying that, like, uh, when people come out as gainers or related, related to a gaining scene, people, you know, have conflicts or arguments with the closest one. They uh, eventually come out and have everything right, or they don't come out, n- never. They just d- don't do that. And um, I guess that uh, at, at the point when people, they feel confident enough in themselves. Uh, yes, they do come out. And, uh, you know, the closest people who are, once again, understanding and the real one, the, you know, uh, uh, the realest bitches, if I would like to call them, they would stick with you regardless if you are in the gaming scene or not. And if they won't, well, fuck them. And even if it's, you know, uh, related to a a family in this specific case, well, okay, you don't uh, accept it, whatever, and people move on. Like, okay, you don't accept it, but what you have to do? Because at that point, people, when they come to realization that they don't want to hide it, they are independent and they don't need anyone's acceptance, if I do say so myself. It's like the same thing with my parents for instance yeah they may notice that i put on some weight but i tell them okay you may be pro uh, or you may be against of it and it's you know it's understandable but at the same time i uh, don't make others lives more difficult by me gaining a weight so what is the problem if i supervise well i don't but i don't care um uh, What is the problem? So I guess that uh, at one point you go for this step and go for all the risks and you don't care for the consequences or you just, you know, stay in closet and just wait for a better moment when you can, you know, fully accept it for yourself. There you go There's
0: something that I was curious about, and I'm I'm going to be careful about how I word this because I don't want to um, come off as like it being disrespectful, but it kind of does sort of lean into a stereotype. Um, I feel like in the West, we tend to look at like Eastern cultures as being like, okay, um, that there's a lot put into what we would what we would call the peasant stock, quote unquote. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, we, we think of other cultures in some places being as like, so if you're a bigger person like that. Uh, equals like more confidence more power more masculinity more uh, uh-huh. affluence like you know people who are bigger they have more money because they're able to have bigger access to food and everything and i know that your country has had a very tumultuous history and you know has gone through two world wars and the revolution and everything and so like uh-huh. is is that not the case anymore is like being a bigger person not really seen as a good thing because it's no longer seen as like oh this person is affluent this person has you know power they have control
2: I would say something like it may uh, you know it could be relatable for a hundred years ago but since you know even before I guess the Soviet Union and after the Soviet Union it's never been like that it's you know It it used to be even more strict because when people were in Soviet Union, you know, it was communism. People uh, forget about, you know, some uh, they were like very centered on, you know, or making a better community. And, you know, uh, doing lots of input for, you know, making, you know, the, the place where you work, you know, very, very nice and very successful. And the same goes with your family, it was always centered on how to make seem yourself a better person, a successful person, how to reach some kind of success or approval. And that is why I guess that the key issue that we have as, let's say, millennials and Gen Z versus Soviet people, that Soviet people used to live by the rules how everyone would react and how everyone would estimate you and how everyone would think about you. When, uh, let's say, Gen Zs and partially millennials, they realize, well, the reason why I say partially because some of my friends and some of my people or people of my age, they still struggle because they have, you know, this already installed mindsets from their parents and from the family. I'm not, I'm, you know, a rebellious kind of shit. And I (laughs) give zero fucks about what other people think because, well, uh, I'm, you know, I'm a whole fucking circus. I used to be, you know, crazy, bright, loud, obnoxious when I was 14. And basically two and a half years ago, I realized that uh, no one would thank me when I would be, let's say, in a graveyard for living my life for someone else, mm. so what's the point? It's my life, and why I have to live it like everyone would like to see it. So, uh, and here in uh, the same aesthetic, the same mindset, or the same philosophy, uh, carrying right now at and Z. And yeah, I guess that uh, that's the key issue that we do have because our parents used to live, you know, by the idea how uh, how you know neighbors friends, society, colleagues would react on your, you know, behavior, on your actions. And right now people don't care. They care only about, you know, themselves and um, at least the closest ones. I would say that there is some hope. There are some adequate or, you know, uh, well-rounded people by, you know, by, uh, by every mean, by any means. So uh, uh, I suppose that the ones that are listening to this podcast, the ones who are, you know, um, who are familiar with Russian culture or who speaks Russian are from, you know, our country or the neighbor countries uh i, I just want to stay uh, stay connected uh be be yourself be uh, open for conversation for communication and if you need uh, any assistance if you would like to someone to talk to you have uh, you know this whole holy uh, holy grail holy trio of uh james uh and uh, tim and i so feel free to reach to us and just vent about your experience being you know in this scene I, I'm sure that all of us are, you know, available for any kind of piece of advice. Uh, you may find me on Gromer <clears throat> or a better place, Instagram, at Big Juicy. Uh, it's B-I-G. Uh, yes? No. Just a moment. Let me, let me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I actually have it up here. Big Juicy spelled um, B-I-G-D-J. O O C I E.
2: Correct, correct. Because it used to be Aisha's erotica uh, track, and I was get so inspired by it, and I thought, "Huh, big juicy sounds, you know, interesting." But you know, it would be a very plain and simple just to call myself with the proper spelling. So I just, you know, did That's a wrong me. spelling on purpose.
0: And if I may promote you, you all definitely need to go check him out either on Grammar or Instagram because it's definitely worth it.
2: <laughs> uh, you are being too kind to of me.
0: So, there we go. We can find you uh, at
1: Big Juicy on uh, Instagram and on Gromma, which makes me so very happy. Thank you so much for joining us. That's a, a wrap for now here on Thick Radio. Please remember to like and subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave a good review. Uh, as always, you can find me on Gromma
0: and Instagram at Stanham and Twitter and YouTube at Stanim g and you can find me on grommer as orpheus you can find me on instagram and twitter as thicky mouse and of course you can find more of what we've talked about today on instagram and patreon at thick radio so until next time bye fats bye fats let's talk about it thick radio is a patreon and enter app Produced by Stan and Diginas. Mixed and mastered by Stan. Our artwork is provided by Logitsu. Our theme song is provided by Spotify Premium.